Hey everyone, welcome to episode 14 of the Theme Park Center podcast. Today we're talking about something very sad and unfortunate, but HHN has come to a close. It's the end of the season, so today we're going to be doing a rundown of our top houses. Uh, we're going to be ranking them and kind of just talking about them a little bit. Uh, in case you have missed it or haven't seen it yet, we did put up a vlog of the final night of Halloween Horror Nights 29, so if you want to get one last, uh, you know, just, I don't know, hoorah, or, you know, have, you know, feel some nostalgia towards this year's event uh go ahead and check that out it's up on our youtube channel right now so uh you can go check that out and just enjoy the last night of hhn for this year's season uh, with us but with us means uh today i am of course joined by trisha kennedy how are you doing i'm doing great how about you i'm doing all right i'm recovering i'm i'm sad oh. that halloween horror nights is over i am too yeah uh, but we are here to, you know, just hopefully enjoy the event a little bit uh, more for the last time, just kind of going through these houses, talking through them, uh, ranking them. So I believe we, we both put together a list of uh, our top houses and we ranked them uh, one through ten and all that, yep. right? Oh, yeah. Cool. So this is how this is going to be working. Uh, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, and talk about HHN, the houses, uh, we are going to start at uh, the bottom five. And because I feel like this podcast would be really, really long if we uh, just went house through house through mm -hmm. house. Yeah. Uh, let's give uh, our bottom five, we'll do the, the very bottom three, we'll just kind of, you know, say them and then, you know, say, hey, this is why. But then uh, the other two like the top two that are in the bottom five hopefully this makes sense uh we can actually give some explanation too yeah. and then we'll for the top five like our favorite five we'll go one by one each of us so if you want to start us off uh and I, I i said this in all of our videos uh and i just want to say it here this year was absolutely amazing from top to bottom, I don't. There was not a single house this year that I did not like. Uh, I definitely think that you know there were some houses that were a little weaker that kind of showed at the very bottom. But even the the number nine and number ten house, uh, I personally think are were still fantastic houses. Like if you put those houses in a traditional HHN lineups from like a few years ago, like those houses that are at the bottom of our list or my list at least, I don't know what yours is yet, but if you took, you know, the bottom two houses from my list and put them in a year from a few years ago, I think they would be top tier houses. Uh, that's how good this year was. Uh, so as hard as it is to make a few houses, uh, you know, put them at the bottom, uh, it has to be done. So, I had we had to be ruthless yes. with a few of these houses and put them at the bottom. We loved all of these houses. I, we really did. I mean, they were amazing. All of them were so good. Um, but yeah, go ahead and give us your uh, bottom three super short explanation, and then for number uh, seven and six, uh, you can give like some explanation <laughs> and you know some detail about the house. Uh, I just kind of want to get these bottom three yeah. out of the way so okay. we can really spend some time on our top five today. Okay. All right. For me, last was definitely Depths of, uh, 
Depths of Fear. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was good, but even though I feel like later in the year it got better. It definitely did. And I I actually talked about that a little bit in our final night vlog. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you. So, I mean, I don't know. They changed it out, I think, as the season went on. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still, I think it's still my least favorite. And then, I guess ninth would be Us for me. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you put I, it that low? I feel like they could do more. Yeah. I really do. It was a good house. I liked it, mm-hmm. but, and the thing is, like, like you're saying, all of them were great. Mm-hmm. So I'm not hating on any of these houses. But, yeah, I think that would be ninth for me. Okay. And then Nightingale's Blood Pit. Okay, as number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, those are my bottom three. Okay. Uh, yeah, that make th- those make sense. Um, I think our lists inevitably are going to be very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's already some differences mm-hmm. uh, in our list. I think... Uh, uh, but overall, our I think our lists are going to be pretty similar. We had very similar thoughts on the houses. Uh, I'm kind of surprised at your your bottom three though. Um, what are your what, what's the the next two on your list? Uh, Killer clowns and graveyard games. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so killer clowns strong points, weak points. Why did it get put at number seven? Well, I think Killer Clowns is like the one I did the most because yeah. the line was usually the shortest. It's the it was the shortest, yeah. and it was right there when you walked yeah. into the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a fun house, but I don't know. It's weird. The ones in the middle are super close in my book. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. The was, ones in the middle were really hard to yeah place. Like the top and the very bottom, easy. But I don't know the middle ones. That was yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what was the next one? Graveyard games. Strong points, weak points. Why why did you put that as number six? That's like right dead in the middle. Yeah. Well, for me with that one, I was trying to like think of something specific about that one and I couldn't. Yeah. And I think that's why it's just kind of like, okay, it's in the middle for me. Yeah. Yeah. That it, I think Graveyard Games definitely was a strong house. It deserves, you know, that, that spot where you mm-hmm. put that. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'm trying to reserve my thoughts on <laughs> my list. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, that's your your bottom five. Why don't you just run through it one more time, like super fast? Just hit house. Uh, just hit the names. Okay. Uh, ten depths of fear. Nine us. Eight nightingales. Blood pit. Seven killer clowns. And six graveyard games. Okay. Cool. I'm excited to see how these lists compare. Yeah, I'm too. Okay, so for me, we have the very same bottom house, mm-hmm. uh, and I talked about this in the uh, final. Uh, night vlog that we did for HHN, which again, it's on YouTube now, so go watch it. Woo! Um, but Depths of Fear comes in tenth place for me, uh, and I thought this house actually—I I loved the fact that they saw, you know, this house definitely doesn't stand up to some of the other houses. What are the things that we can change about it? And um, in the vlog, I specifically said. You know, I'm, I'm excited to go through this house one last time to see, uh, you know, what they've changed, how they have improved this house. Um, and honestly, it went from, in the beginning of the the run, I was debating on if I actually liked the house at all. Mm. Uh, I remember you saying that one would be there. Yeah, like... You're, it, like, questioning that one. Yeah, and because literally every house this year... Uh, I inevitably ended up liking and really liking every single house this year. 
But that was the one house at the very beginning of the run that had me questioning if I enjoyed it or not. Mm. Um, just because the, the fish costumes that they had were, like, very large and clunky and very, like, cartoony. And when they, like, jumped out, they were supposed to be super scary, but they weren't. Mm. And the majority of the time you saw them coming because their costume was so big and, like, bright green or whatever. So it's, like, it's hard to miss them, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was almost comical as well with all these, like, weird, strange, like, cartoony fish people jumping out at you it was almost comical uh but what they ended up doing was they uh turned a lot of the roles that they originally had as like the the fish monster things into actual humans with uh face prosthetics and makeup and stuff uh and giving it that extra human element uh where they were able to hide a little bit better they were able to you know pop out a lot faster because they're not in this big ridiculous costume uh, gave the house so much more energy, and uh, a lot of the scares were actually very well placed yeah. by the end of it. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, there were a few that were coming from the ceiling, and then like a few that were like really well hidden in the walls that you couldn't tell that they were coming. Uh, that the very last run, uh, like the very last walkthrough that I had that I did in the vlog, uh, I actually really, really enjoyed that house, mm-hmm. uh, which. I said again in the vlog, it's really hard for me to place this one now because that last walkthrough was so dang good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. if that last night that I went through it, uh, if that was the standard for the entire run, I think Depths of Fear probably would have been a, a top five house for me. Mm, wow. It was that good of a walkthrough. Yeah. But... It struggled so much in the the first half, probably first three quarters of the run, that unfortunately I have to put it in last place. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Uh, anyways, the the other houses I'm not gonna hold on for so long. I just wanted to give that little asterisk to Depths of Fear because uh, I think they did such a fantastic job with that house, uh, transforming it into. Uh, how it was at the very end of the run. Uh, and I applaud all the scare actors to being uh, willing and available to do those changes. And uh, I'm also astounded by the creatives and the management behind that house that uh, were able to look at it and objectively say, this house isn't hitting the way we wanted it to. What can we do to change it? I think that's amazing. Uh, and it also shows that people truly do care about Halloween Horror Nights, like the people at Universal do truly care about it. And I love that. So everyone at Universal, from scare actor to creatives, uh, and everyone in between, thank you so much uh, for everything that you guys do. Uh, And it doesn't go unnoticed. So uh, anyways, Depths of Fear, Mm. number 10. Uh, Number 9, I put as House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, wow. And the only reason why I did that was because I'm honestly, and, uh, you know, funny enough, uh, this is like almost last place for me, but House of a Thousand Corpses got House of the Year, which is kind of funny. It's mind-blowing, actually, because you're talking about a year that they had Ghostbusters and Stranger Things and Killer Clowns and, like, all these huge IPs. And although, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses is still an IP intellectual property uh it's a lesser known property and uh it actually house of thousand corpses 
originally was a house, uh, and then it got turned into a movie. So it, I don't know, kind of interesting history of that house and of that movie. Uh, and I was super surprised when I heard that it got House of the Year uh, because, yeah, normally that's reserved for like the the bigger houses. Uh, but I, de- I, but I think it definitely shows that uh, house like getting house of the year and that sort of stuff uh, really does depend on the performance that the scare actors give. Uh, And I think how well your house does, like how amazing the experience is fully depends on the performance of the scare actor. Like you can have a house like stranger things that is absolutely beautiful. uh, But, and I'm not saying the cast of stranger things didn't do an insanely amazing job because they did. But if they didn't deliver, then that house wouldn't be as good as it was, you know, mm-hmm. even though that house was so beautiful. Uh, but anyways, House of a Thousand Corpses is at number nine for me. I do really enjoy that house. Uh, uh, the facade was fantastic. The scare actors really delivered, and it was very, very true to the movie. I'm just not a huge fan of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so it was hard to, for me to get into that house, personally. Um, number eight. Unfortunately, this one is us. And if you listen to the preview podcast that I did of Halloween Horror Nights where I went down all the houses and talked about, you know, what I was excited about, what I was expecting this house to be like and where I ranked all of them and, like, what am I most excited for and what am I least excited for, uh, Us was actually, I believe it was my number one most excited house. Hmm. Uh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and that's just because I loved the movie and when I was watching the movie... I was like, this would make for a perfect Halloween Horror Nights house. And I, when they announced it, I was just so excited because I thought that this was going to be the perfect house for theming and for scares, and it's based off an IP, and, you know, it just pretty much checked all the boxes for, like, what does an amazing HHN house have to have? Uh, and... Yeah, it checked every single box, and I was so excited for it. And I think the reason why it falls so far on my list is because I was so so excited for it and so let down by it. Uh, Honestly, this is probably a a mid-tier house, but for me personally, uh, I'm putting this at number eight uh, because as well as the house was laid out and as well as that house followed the movie like the storyline of the movie from top to bottom, from beginning to end. Uh, And as beautiful as that house really was, it felt more like I was walking through a museum than it was me walking through a scare house. Yeah. You know, it looked like, you know, a celebration of the movie, but not a scare house. Uh, It just, I, I felt like that house needed two or three times the amount of actors that were in it than it actually had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did hear from a few people that uh, this was one of the houses that they struggled with casting. Uh, I am not sure why, or I'm not even 100% sure if that's true or not, but uh, these are from people who work inside of Universal were telling me that uh, for some reason they were having a lot of difficulties uh, you know, actually casting people for the Us house. So... That might be one of the reasons, you know, like they might have planned on, uh, you know, filling this house up, but then 
for whatever reason, they just never casted everyone. Or I don't, I don't know. This house just it felt like I was walking through and I was missing all the scares, mm-hmm. but there just weren't any scares. Like there were no scare actors there. It was yeah. like you would walk through this massive room, yeah. and there'd be one person there. Yeah. And then when they came out to do their scare, they would like walk out and stand there and hold their scissors, mm. turn around and walk back in. Like they wouldn't even do anything to scare you. So I don't know. I was very excited, very let down. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Nightingales. Uh, I actually really like this house. I thought this was probably the scariest of the original houses. Um, I That and Yeti, I, I had to think about with like, which one's more scary? I thought the two of them did scares very well. Uh, but ultimately, I put Nightingales at number seven uh, because I thought, you know, in terms of theming, it's it was a very average house for uh, Universal. Uh, it's something that reminded me a lot of the houses that you would find in uh, Halloween Horror Nights of, you know, four or five years ago, uh, which is still amazing and world class. Uh, but... The, th- the theming just wasn't quite on par with a lot of the other houses. And uh, Night- Nightingales is something that we've seen before in past events. Uh, so uh, it w- I-, I really liked it, and it was a house that I did a lot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just just below average mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Just below. Yeah. The scares were very well done. I really enjoyed the scares in that house. And number six for me, Graveyard Games. Again, uh, I I really enjoyed this house. I loved, loved, loved the original houses from this year. And I hope that uh, we don't continue continue to see the trend that we saw this year of getting less original houses. I hope next year it's uh, split right down the middle again. Uh, I I think it's really good that they're balancing uh, IPs and original houses. But this year, unfortunately, uh, they were leaning a lot more IP side. which, I don't know, uh, some people, it brings in the crowds for sure, but I think where HHN really shines is their original houses, and um, I, I, for one, really, really, really loved Graveyard Games. Uh, I thought it had a really cool story. Uh, the facade really sucked because there was no facade, and it was just a projection of someone's smartphone, and it was yeah, weird. that was really weird. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't know what was up with that. Yeah, yeah. But I love that they're, um, you, you know, for these original houses, I love that they're actually creating so much backstory. Uh, this house had a really cool concept attached to it where you could actually, like, talk to the characters of the house uh, on social media. Like, you could text a Facebook group thing, and some of the kids would actually, like, text you back. I don't know. It was weird, and I never really got to try it because... Uh, I don't know. I just don't like the whole social media do this stuff on our your, on our app kind of stuff uh, at Halloween Horror Nights. Because to me, part of the fun of Halloween Horror Nights, right, is like waiting in line with your friends and talking to your friends yeah. and having conversations with your friends, meeting yeah. strangers. You know, like there's a big social aspect of Halloween Horror Nights that is so... Um, I don't know, just ingrained in the culture of Halloween Horror Nights that... I didn't find myself wanting to get on the Universal app and play with any of the stuff on there at all. I tried it a few times, and it was just okay. Uh, I I never got around to trying 
the social media stuff with graveyard games. But I think it's a cool idea, and I think it's cool that, you know, Universal's trying all these things. The house was so beautiful from top to bottom, gorgeous house. When you walk in, you felt like you were in this uh, graveyard that was coming to life. Uh, I also love the the gag at the you know the beginning of the house with the the kid that runs out and he has the spray paint can, yeah. but it's like water, so he sprays yeah. you with water. I, I thought that was really cute. That was good. Uh, I, it was really funny. Um, I actually know one of the guys that did that scare. So uh, the first few times I went through, he like really messed with me. It was really funny, uh, but. Uh, yeah, overall, really solid house. But with you, uh, you know, this these houses are so good mm-hmm. that it's really hard to place the, the ones that fall in the middle. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, because you're saying, well, you know, average house. You know, like the average house obviously would end up in the middle because that's the average. Mm-hmm. But all these houses were so, so phenomenal. Bad. Yes. That they're not average. No, that's like at how all. how do we put these here? Like graveyard games deserves to be higher, mm-hmm. but this year there were so many good houses mm-hmm. that I I I don't I don't know where to put it. I so know, same. Uh, that one unfortunately ended up at number six for me. Uh, so that's our bottom five. Uh, again, I'll run through that. That's Depths of Fear for me as ten. At number nine, it's House of a Thousand Corpses. Number eight, I have Us. Number seven, Nightingales, and number six, Graveyard Games. Nice. Yeah. So I literally just changed my order a little bit because I was sitting here. And for me, Yeti and House of a Thousand Corpses, I felt were like tied in my book. And literally, I was sitting here going back and forth. I'm like, okay, which should be higher? And then I was like, okay, which one, if I could go through one of them right now, would I do? Mm -hmm. And my answer to that was Yeti. So I will put at number five, House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Really, I could have sworn. So that wasn't in your bottom five at all. Mm-mm, nope. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what puts House of a Thousand Corpses that high for you? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of unique. Yeah. Well, know. you've never seen the movie, right? No, I haven't. No. Okay. I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Ghostbusters. Except Ghostbusters, true. And you have seen Stranger Things, but that's not yes, a movie, so. Yes, So, yeah. So, I'd put that one at five. Yeah. And then, like I said, I was going back and forth between that and Yeti. Okay. And I, I have to put Yeti at four. Okay. Uh, so, talking a little bit about Yeti, because that's one of the original houses. Mm. And I love that the original houses, uh, at least one of them, has made it this high yeah. on our list. Yeah. Uh, so, talk a little bit about that house. What, what makes you love that house so much? That was one of the ones that every time we walked by it, if the weight wasn't too bad, it was kind of like, we have to do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I like the theming of it mm-hmm. and the arm, that arm that would oh, reach yeah. down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I amazing. I only caught that scare a few times. I don't know why, so but I, yeah, I only caught it a few times. But every time it went off, uh-huh. people dropped to the floor. Yes, it was the so best. Good. Yeah. Yeah, there was one time I was with friends and like hit my friend right in the face. <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing!" Papa. <laughs> yes. I always wanted to give the Yeti a high five, but yeah. I was never able to. Oh, oh. that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm gonna match you. I'll okay. do f- uh, five, and then I'll do number four. Okay. Uh, just to you know build up the suspense for our top three a yes. little bit. Okay. 
So for number five, I have Killer Clowns. And that one was hard for me to place as well because I really did love that house. It was such a fun house. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I was kind of concerned about going into this house was uh, some of the issues that I had with, like, Depths of Fear, for example. Mm. You know, they're in these big, clunky costumes, and they're more silly than they are scary. Is this house going to be scary at all? You know, or is it just going to be a funny house? Because uh, they, they're known to do funny houses a lot that aren't scary. They're just funny. Um, but going into this house, I thought it was so well balanced Mm -hmm. there were there was definitely a lot of humor uh because if you've seen the movie you know the movie doesn't take itself too seriously uh so there's a lot of humor in the house but there are some really well done scares in this house too uh that i wasn't quite expecting from a house that has you know these big massive killer clown costumes uh and it just had a whole lot of heart and soul to it too like, uh, you know, they have the, the interactive buttons mm-hmm. on the walls. And you if you run through fast <laughs> enough, uh, you won't get sprayed by wa- with water, but the people behind you will. And I was usually behind you. And you were usually yeah. behind me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but by the end, they actually started, like, uh, cranking those knobs up. So uh, people got wet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went through the very last night. Like, I remember we went through with uh, our friend Sean and uh, someone hit the button. He got, <laughs> or I think he hit the button and he yeah. stood there. Yeah. So he got soaked. He and I was like, well, that's on you, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, he, he got soaked mm-hmm. with it. I Normally that. it's just a little like spray, but he got mm-hmm. soaked. Yeah. Uh, and then I went through the uh, last night and karma finally caught up with me. <laughs> Person in front of me hit it. And it just drenched. Like, thankfully, it hit my backpack more than it hit me. Like, my arm got a little wet. But I walked out of the house, and my backpack was, like, dripping wet. It was, like, intense. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, That's what you get yeah, for it, getting me every time. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. Karma caught up with mm-hmm. me finally. But uh, that that house just had so much charm and heart and character to it that... Uh, it was literally impossible to walk out of that house without a big smile on your face. That's true. Uh, and personally, I think that that's the best house uh, that they've had in the Shrek building in a long, long time. Um, I think that house always struggles a lot with theming uh, just because of its location and such. But I thought that house this year was fantastic. Um, and then... To match up with you at number four, mm-hmm. before we get into our number three, here we go. I'm ready for you to get upset at me. Oh, no. Stranger Things, oh. <laughs> number four. And I actually really struggled uh, with this one because I wanted to put it really high because, of course, it's Stranger Things. Uh, and then there was even a con- conversation going on in my head of, like, where... But, like, honestly, if you get rid of the Stranger Things IP and you just look at it from a house standpoint, uh, where does it place? And I was almost tempted to put it right in the middle, like right at number five, six. Uh, But that house was just, you know, so beautiful. The uh, set design and everything was fantastic. Uh, And some of the animatronics that they had in that house were super impressive. Uh, 
and it's just it, it follows the Stranger Things story perfectly. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, you're going to be a fan of the house. Uh, but I think the reason why it falls this short on my list, uh, which hey, top five is still fantastic. Oh, this yeah. is number four, so it's still a fantastic spot to be in, especially on a year that is this strong. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reason why really is. I thought uh, the house didn't feel as cohesive as the Stranger Things house did last year. Um, And I don't think that's just because last year was all one season, so it could be one season, and this year was two seasons. So I I just feel like, uh, you know, the last, like the previous year, it felt like this full Stranger Things experience where you were walking through and you were just enthralled and immersed with Stranger Things. This year, it felt a lot more like a haunted house. Uh, you know, it felt like walking in room, room, room. You know, each room's different. And um, I also was kind of surprised at the use of mannequins in this house. Uh, last year, of course, they had a few mannequins. They had a few, like, 11 mannequins set up. But this year, there were quite a few Uh and it wasn't just 11. They were, like, pretty much all the characters. Uh, they had a ton of mannequins. And there was even one room where it was, like, you know, the finale of season two where they're, like, closing up the portal. That whole room was mannequins. And I think there might have been, like, one uh, animatronic of the uh, Demodog or whatever the, whatever they call it, uh, of Dart, the, yes. one of the Dart animatronics. Uh, or not animatronics, uh, puppets, whatever. Uh which, by the way, if I have said animatronic throughout this entire podcast, which I think I have, I meant puppets. <laughs> it's all they're all puppeteered. Uh, they're just so well done that they look like animatronics. <laughs> but uh, puppets, they're all puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also with you know, like feeling like the theming was a little disjointed uh, at times. Um, I also just felt like. A lot of the times I went through it, the scare actors weren't quite on. Mm-hmm. No, I'll agree with that. Like, uh, I and this stands out to me because I went through the very the very first night. Like, this is team member preview. It's not even before the very first night. So uh, I ended up uh, going to the preview night of this, and I went through Stranger Things twice. And both times I went through Stranger Things, like, the I missed almost all the scares, but... I saw all the scare actors. Like, if, I don't know if that makes sense. It's yeah, like they were out, but they were just like not doing anything. Like I would walk through the house and they would just be standing there and they would look right at me and it's like they know that I'm here. They know that there's people here and they're just like not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which it I, I don't know. I just think, you know, and especially like at the very beginning of the run, if you're not excited to do your job, then by the end of the run, when you're physically exhausted and, like, just dying, because HHN is a very physical and, like, being a scare actor, not just at HHN, but any event like this, being a scare actor is a very tough and physical and demanding job. So if you don't love it, by the end of the run, you're... I I don't think you... I don't think you're even going to make it to the end of the run. So... Uh, and that Stranger Things was just one of those houses that stood out to me the most of like, why are you guys even here? You know? Uh, and I hate to say that about any scare actor. Cause I know if, if you did make it to the end of the run, I know that you busted your butt and you did 
a ton of hard work. And for those of you that uh, were in the Stranger Things house and you did put all the hard work in, I don't want to discredit you uh, because of my experiences. If you did a fantastic job in that house and you really worked your butt off, from me to you, thank you so much. It means a lot from a former scare actor, but also a really huge fan of this event. So thank you so much anyways. Uh, But that's why I put that at number four. Uh, but still, fantastic house. Like, being number four on this list mm-hmm. means that you, this house, was world class. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but anyways, that brings us to our top three. Oh, yeah. Let's go one by one on this okay. one. Okay. What's your number three? So I can't be mad at you for putting it number four, because Stranger Things is number three for me. Really? Yeah. But is, isn't that the only reason why you were like, okay, I guess I can go this year? Yeah, kind of. Because <laughs> I'm obsessed with Stranger Things. Yeah. I love that show. It's a good show. So, but, I mean, I agree with you with the house. Like, yeah. the first walkthrough, I remember, you said a lot of the scare actors weren't even there. Yeah. Because we missed a lot the first one I went through. Mm-hmm. And then we went through the very last night. Yeah. And it was better the last night. But, but yeah, like, when we went through that first time, mm-hmm. it was like we missed all the scares Mm -hmm. like we walked through and not even like the puppets were moving or anything and i was disappointed with it yeah i really was that first time we went through i was kind of like yeah like the (laughs) theming was great oh yeah but yeah yeah i don't know i was expecting because the thing is we had done a couple other houses Mm -hmm. already so i think i was thinking okay stranger things is gonna be like yeah yeah like (laughs) if they did that with the other houses i can't wait for stranger Mm -hmm. things yeah so that's why yeah, that's why it's number three for me. I mean, amazing. I mm-hmm. loved it. But yeah. Yeah. It's a solid three. Yeah. I mean, hey, top three mm-hmm. is fantastic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, just because we had some negatives with that house uh, doesn't mean it's a bad house. It hit top three for a reason. Such a good house. Uh, I just think, you know, we uh, because it's Stranger Things and the house was so good last year uh, that... I think, you know, a lot of people's expectations were that it was going to be the number one best house Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, So when it hits, you know, three or four Mm -hmm. on the list, that's kind of disappointing. And those wait times were insane for it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Last year for Stranger Things, uh, HHN was, you know, was insanely busy. Last year was the busiest year they had had up until this year, you know, of the entire event. Uh, And last year... It was still like if you waited to do that as your last house, you would have no issue doing it. Mm. You know, like if you waited for the last house of the night, so like the last 30 minutes of the night, you could go through that house with a 25 minute wait. Mm -hmm. You know, this year, definitely not the case. (laughs) No. Yeah. Like it was still 85 minutes when we went Mm -hmm. through it the last time. Granted, they they did overestimate quite a bit on Mm -hmm. Stranger Things because it was such a popular house. But. The very last night of the event, the very last, like, 30 minutes of the event, it was still at, like, 85-minute wait. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that I think that's a testament to just how busy Halloween Horror Nights yeah. has been this year. Uh, I never saw a single night of that event where all the houses were, like, 20 minutes. And in September, uh, especially on the weekdays in September... Uh, Typically, you can go to Halloween Horror Nights and all the houses are like 20 minutes. So, And that was not what happened this year. Every single night, it was like 45 minutes or higher for yep. houses. Oh, yeah. 
All right. My number three for this year is going to be Yeti. I actually really liked it that much. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I think this is the exact opposite of what happened with Stranger Things and Us for me. Uh-huh. I laughed at this house when they announced it. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> like the one comedy room out of the uh, the Slaughter Cinema house that they did last year, like they're taking that and turning it into a house. That was like so cheesy. <laughs> I laughed and said, look, it's like the Bigfoot Chewbacca thing. <laughs> It was it was so stupid last year, but like that's the reason why everyone loved that room of the house last year was because it was so stupid and it was hilarious. Uh, but they did it; they turned it into a house, and uh, I I laughed at it. I said, "This is going to be the stupidest house of the year." And like just going down the the run through, you know, like Ghostbusters, not scary. It's actually kind of funny. You know, Stranger Things isn't scary. It actually has some humor to that show. Uh, Killer Clowns is like nothing but comedy, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, like I'm going through these houses, uh, and like this is m- me before the event actually started. Like I'm going through these houses, and I'm thinking, wow, like all these houses sound very comical based, not horror based. I wonder how this year's going to be. And I was very skeptical. And this was one of the houses that I was the least excited for. It's definitely in my bottom, like, five. I forget where I placed it. But um, I I just kind of laughed at the idea. But I went through the house, and it had a very serious tone from top to bottom. And it wasn't that it was just serious that sold me. That was just like the, I walked in, it was cold, which everyone was like, it better yeah, be cold in that I house. Know. And it was cold. Everyone thought it wasn't going to be cold because us was right next door and it sa- shared the same like actual warehouse room. So it was like, how are they going to make one house cold mm-hmm. and the other house not? But they did it. Oh, yeah. Yeti it was, was cold. <laughs> yeah. You walked in, you're like, ooh, I'm in yeah. the mood. Yeah. And then it was like very serious. Uh, the costuming and makeup department for that house, or, or I guess costuming, because almost everyone was in a Yeti suit, <laughs> yeah. but, like, the costuming was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you walk in, and there's automatically two pretty good uh, scenes right off the bat. And every single Yeti in this house came out with energy. It didn't matter if I, if I saw it at the beginning of the day, in the beginning of the run, or... You know, at the end of the event, at the very end of the night, you know, like it didn't matter if it was like they were all fresh and ready to go or if they'd been doing this all night for two months straight and they're exhausted. They came out with energy Mm -hmm. and they were like the ferocious Yeti, you know, like it was what the Yeti in Mount Everest used to be when it actually moved. Enough said. Yeah. Anyways, it was, uh, it wasn't disco Yeti. It was full A mode Yeti. That's how good this house was. Uh, fantastic. Okay. Uh, everyone had so much energy. The theming was actually very well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a beautiful house. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, like you walked in and the cabin, it looked like a full real cabin, um, like, that's just what Halloween Horror Nights does so well. That's what Universal does so well with Halloween Horror Nights is because it has the budget that it has because it's at Universal. It They're able to build full-scale cabins and put Yetis inside of it, and yeah. they're like, 
scare people. Like, there was even a gag that they had where it was, like, someone comes stumbling out, and the Yeti comes up behind him and, like, stabs a stick through him and, like, murders him and then drags him away. And the way they did it was so well done and creative that, like, when it happens, you don't see it coming. And when it happens and you see the Yeti, you you know it's like, oh, this dude's going to die. Oh, yeah. But the way yeah. they do it still makes you jump, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. It's so well done. I loved that house, and I don't think I could have gone through it enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I had a few more chances to go through that yeah. house. I loved it that much. That one was really good. Yeah. All right. Top two. What's your number two, Trisha? My number two is Universal Monsters. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Such a good one, right? That was a good one. That was one when we'd be looking at the wait time, so it was like, okay, let's go do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that was like our goal or like our game plan every night was pretty mm-hmm. much like, yeah. let's hit go the back, back of the houses yeah. and work our way up. I don't think there was ever a night I was there that I didn't do that house. Yeah. That was your very first house that you it ever was. did at Halloween Horror Nights. It was. You That's started off right. Yeah. Yeah. That, one, that one's amazing. Yeah. Started off on a good classic note, Universal yes. Classic Monsters. Yes. Halloween Horror Nights. I was proud of you for doing that house. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. I also think with that one, it was just a really good one to start on because, I mean, like, the the scare actors were amazing. The theming mm-hmm. was amazing. And I feel like with that house, too, every time I went through, I'd notice something different. Yeah. Too. Like, I remember one of my last nights there, I was like, I didn't even, there's, like, some guy that was falling down from <laughs> the thing, and I never noticed that before. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. Th- that was a very clever house. It was. Yeah, it, it definitely was. was. Uh, which is why that house is also number two for mm-hmm. me. Yep. Uh, I think we actually have the same. Well, obviously we have to, we, yeah. we have the top, same yeah. top two because uh, you you know all of our houses up to top two. You can probably piece it together and figure out what both of our number one is. But uh, let's talk about uh, monsters a little mm-hmm. bit more because we're still on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, that house was very clever house, and I, I like that you mentioned that you know every time you went through it, you saw something new. That's how detailed that house oh, was, yeah, and they sure. did such a good job taking the original like characters from the old classic movies and bringing them into a modern day uh, house. Mm-hmm. It it was so well done yeah. uh, between you know the costuming, the set design. Uh, the makeup, and then also just the placement of the scares, uh, mm-hmm. so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like you know, at the beginning, there's a wolf man that had uh, that was like on a bungee system or mm. a rail system or something, and he would come like flying at you and yeah, like growl about, yeah. and scratch at you. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was really well yeah. done. The statues at the beginning. Oh, yeah. You walk in and there's a wolf ma- wolf man that's you know standing there like a statue and jumps out at you. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Uh, but you know there was also I believe it was the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the one that you were talking about, where the dude like falls oh, from the ceiling. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like he was pulling the rope on the bell, yeah. and then uh, the rope just like pulls him up. Yeah, yeah. And then when he starts to scare again, he like drops uh-huh. down on the rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well done. So good. Uh, yeah, and uh, again, that's another house that, like Depths of Fear, they actually did quite a bit of tweaking in that mm-hmm. house from yeah. the beginning to the end. It was still fantastic in the beginning, but mm-hmm. one of the scenes that you know stands out to me, the ones that they tweaked a lot, was the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon uh, scene they had. It was like the second scene in the house, uh, 
And although the placement of the scares never changed, uh, it was like the direction that they took the scare actors, mm-hmm. uh, that changed a lot. So like the way he came at, like the way they would come out, uh, the the way they would like do their scare, the way that they would interact with the guest, uh, a lot of that changed from beginning of the run to the end of the run, uh, and a few other spots in the house too. Like the the performance is changed quite a bit, uh, and I, I actually really liked that. It kept that house fresh when you went through. So every time you did go through, you were able yeah. to experience oh, something yeah. different. Definitely. Yeah, uh, it was really well done. I liked that house a lot. Uh, I think my favorite room, I'm going to ask you what your favorite room is in a second, but I think my favorite room in that house was the mummy scene. Mm-hmm. Because, one, the costuming of the mummy was fantastic. Uh, like, it looked like, you know, that mummy, like that person, it looked like he was actually a mummy and he had been buried for 3,000 years and now he's coming alive and he's trying to murder you. Like, it looked like yeah, that. Yeah. It was so well done. And I love that they even took like cues from the the ride, mm-hmm. where you walk in, it has that boom thing that like the mummy does. Yeah, yeah. When you go into another room or another section of that ride, mm-hmm. uh, there's always that like transitional like uh, riser or whatever you know music stuff that's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the sound effects and like I, there were some scarab sound effects in there yeah. too, and it was like. It felt like you, like you, what you took the the ride, put it in house form. Yeah, that's what it yeah. felt like, and it was mm-hmm. so good. I love the ride. Yeah, so I loved that house, and the scare actors came out with energy. I think I, I told you, uh, I went through that house the very last night of the event. Mm-hmm. That house, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through that house because I go through it like you. I go through it at least once, mm-hmm. or I went through it at least once every time I went to the event. Mm-hmm. So I know that house. I know where all the scares are. For some reason, I still jumped three times in that house. <laughs> yeah. And one of them, I was even looking right yeah. at the scare actor. And then they did their scare and jumped out, and she got me. And I was like, how? Yeah. I saw you. I knew you were there, and I still yeah. jumped. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because, and this is just a testament to how good this year was. Before this year, I think I'd only ever been scared at Halloween Horror Nights twice. Like, ever. Yeah. And I've been going for years. And there have been multiple times this year that, like, I actually got got, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and the the mummy room specifically, I think I jumped twice in that room yeah. the last night. Uh, and that's just because of the energy that those... Uh, scare actors came out with yeah, yeah uh so huge mad respect to them uh i think you guys deserve number two on this list oh yeah uh and honestly for me it was tough uh putting you at number two because i was fighting back and forth <laughs> with number two and number one because i just loved that house that mm, much yeah uh but anyway speaking of number one uh it's easy to guess if yeah. you know the houses but what what is your number one house Ghostbusters. That yes. is a solid number one for me. Like, yeah. there was no moving that one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was top that four That was sure. number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, why is that? Okay, I do love the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like putting you right in the middle of it. And I love the scare actors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just everything. Yeah. Like, it was just... I was just happy in that house. Yeah, that's another house, just like Killer Clowns, yeah. where you cannot walk out of that house. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way mm-hmm. that you can walk out of that house 
without a giant smile yeah. on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so glad that's the final house we did on the last night. Yeah. Because that was just the perfect way to yeah. end it. I was so happy about that. Me too. Because we were saving Stranger Things for the very mm-hmm. last house yep. because we didn't want to wait three and a half years to go through with the Ghostbusters house, or yeah. sorry, the Stranger Things house. So we're like, we'll save it for last, mm-hmm. so hopefully the wait time will go down a little, you know, whatever. Uh, which we did. Mm-hmm. We saved it yeah. for last, but uh, thankfully they misestimated the, the wait time at the end of the night, mm-hmm. so we got out with enough time to go through one more house mm-hmm. uh, and we were like, gotta do Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ghostbusters is number one for me yeah. too. Uh, for everything that you mm-hmm. just said. It's just such a good house all around. Yeah. I can't imagine changing anything about it. Like, yeah. if I had to be, you know, if you're like, okay, what would be one thing you would change? I don't have anything. Yeah. I mean, it was just so good. Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's such a fun house, and it, it follows the movie so well. If you are a fan of the movie, this house is pure nostalgia for you. Um, and honestly, like, it, people kept on saying it's not a scary house. And I would agree with them overall, mm-hmm. but there are a few really well-placed scares in the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like, if you walked through the first time and you hit some of these scares at the right time, uh, they're very well-placed. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't want to take that away from that house by saying it's not a scary house, because, like, seriously, there were probably four or five, like, Oh the, wow, that was an interesting scare. Mm-hmm. That was, or mm, that was very well placed yeah. scare. Like if that had hit me at the right time, <laughs> I, that would have made me jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to take that away from Ghostbusters because I thought Ghostbusters actually had some very great scary moments to it. Uh, but yeah, that house was just pure nostalgia oh, yeah. from top to bottom. Yeah. Like, I walked out of there being like, man, I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a hot minute. Uh, I want to go watch it. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it w- I just, I don't know what else to say other than it's just a fun yeah. house. Oh, yeah. And it followed the movie perfectly, it too. It did. Yeah. It really did. Yeah, I loved the uh, the library scene at the end. Yes. Uh, where, what's her name? Zool. Mm-hmm. Uh Standing on the the, the library steps, mm-hmm. uh, and then the next scene is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yes. <laughs> like the ending of that house is fantastic. It's so good. And then uh, the scare actor walks out with marshmallow all over <laughs> him, and he's like, "We came, we saw, we kicked his ass." Uh, like it was just, it was so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I loved that he just had marshmallow. All yes, over him. it was fantastic. So good. And that room smelled like marshmallows <laughs> too. Yeah, it made me want to have some s'mores. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's sad. It's it over. I, I miss it. Me already. too. But, again, guys, if you haven't seen the final vlog from HHN, it's up on the channel right now. You can go see it. That's just uh, on YouTube. If you search Theme Park Center, that's us. We're at the top because, you know, we're awesome or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, Theme Park Center on YouTube. Go watch that video. I would really appreciate it if you also left a comment and all that stuff, being like, yo, I loved these houses and such a great year. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to say that exactly. You can if you want. And I'll be like, hey, I said that. Uh, But, yeah, like, start a conversation in the comments uh, of that video. That would be awesome. And, hey, start start a conversation. If you're watching this podcast episode on YouTube, 
Start a conversation in the comments yes. as well on here. We would love to know your thoughts and opinions of the houses this year. Um, I th This was just such a solid year from yeah. top to bottom, and I was actually kind of concerned about it because, uh, like I, we said at the very end of the vlog, uh, you know, this is year 29. Yeah. It's yeah. the year right before year 30. That's a big year mm -hmm. for Halloween Horror Nights coming up. Yeah. Which they already announced the dates, by the way. It's September 10th through Halloween. It actually ends on Halloween this year, so it doesn't go into, or next year. So it doesn't uh, go into November, which is kind of oh, strange. That's weird, yeah. Uh, I don't remember a year that it didn't go into November. I guess they might have done it like forever ago. But anyways, uh, they did announce the dates. But because it's 29, I was afraid that they were going to you know, hold back a little bit and save some of the really fantastic, great ideas for the 30th. And I've actually heard some people say, hey, you know, we've got, you're going to be blown away when you see the lineup that we have for year 30. Because by the time HHN starts, mm -hmm. they've already been working on the next year. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how long it takes to plan HHN. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're already working on it. They're already planning it. And I've heard people say, your mind is going to be blown when you see what we've got. Uh, but because of that, I was afraid that this year was going to lack a little bit, that it was going to feel like an in-between year, you know? Uh, but they came out strong, yeah. and they delivered. Mm -hmm. These houses were fantastic. We didn't even get a chance to run down our uh, our list of streets, uh, but do you have uh, them ranked personally? Um, Sorry, we're kind of flying by our seat of our pants because we forgot to do this. Yeah. Uh, I think out of all the streets, Vikings was my favorite. Yeah. I did have a friend in that scare zone, so might be a little bit biased to that. A little but, bit biased. No, <laughs> but no, that one was really good. I would completely agree with you. Uh, that was my favorite, too. Uh, but do you actually have all of them list? Because we can just run down them real quick and just say, bam, 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 bam. While you're getting all that, like, situated, uh, because, again, we're just, like, kind of going for this year. Uh, but uh, while you're figuring out your order, I'm going to go least to favorite, or, like, the bottom to the top of scare zones for me my least favorite scare zone unfortunately is zombie land i actually still really like zombie land again same issue with the with the streets that we had in the houses i'm going to say zombie land was my least favorite next is vanity ball the makeup in that one is freaking fantastic just uh not not all that scary you know whatever that's uh i'm sorry uh then i would put an arcade like right in the middle uh that's probably uh, number three for me is an arcade. Uh, I love the lighting design, but again, you know, no, it's just not, not very scary. Hellbilly Deluxe surprised the crap out of me because I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan, but I think that was the best scare zone in terms of scare actor uh, interaction and performance and stuff. Uh, but of course, the, the scare zone that is in Central Park every year, every single year, is the best scare zone at HHN. And that is a tradition that is carrying through this year. Vikings is my favorite. It's just so, so good. The atmosphere of the Central Park area just lends itself to like a much more moody, uh, scary, gory, you know, kind of vibe. So, yep, 
I think that's it for for me. You know, uh, Zombieland, Vandy Ball, and Arcade, Hellbilly Deluxe, and topping it off with my favorite, Vikings. Uh, and we didn't place uh, the Roaming Horde in there because the Roaming Horde's never really uh, actually announced as a scare zone. That's just something that they always do. But this year, the Roaming Horde crushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that it was going to be hard for them this year because they had you know LED lights on a chainsaw. And how do you hide if you have you know like how do you scare someone if you have big led lights all over you you know like you it's hard because it's like hey look at me i'm here before you even rip the chainsaw yeah. uh but they did such a good job this year uh, i think it really encouraged some unique scares and we got them the chainsaw guy is my favorite like I was the just about chainsaw to say, noises i literally was yeah. just gonna say chainsaw noise guy was yeah, my favorite was by far chainsaw noises yeah. I could actually just stand there and just watch him for a while because it was oh, so yeah. funny. For sure. It was the absolute best. Yes. Absolute best. Uh, you have your list together? Yes, I do. All right, cool. Okay, I think at the bottom would be Hellbelly. Or, ah, Hellbelly. Hellbelly. Hellbilly. Hellbilly. Yeah, it's it's weird talk. saying, right? Yes. Yeah, Hellbilly. Hellbilly Deluxe, I think would be at the bottom for me. Really? Yeah. And then I'd probably say that, Vanity Ball, Zombieland, mm-hmm. Anarcade, and then Vikings at the top. Okay, Okay, I I can see why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I again, I really think that this year, uh, the streets are they they suffer from the same issue with the houses. They're all mm-hmm. just so good that it's hard to blank yeah, them. It is. Uh, so I can see why yours are, are different than mine. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe kind of surprises me mm-hmm. though. Uh, but I think that the only reason why I like that one so much uh, was because of the performances you know Mm -hmm. there were staged areas where they actually had the chance to perform a little bit uh they owned the fact that it was like a scare zone based off of an album so they had actual like dancers and stuff and uh they had a few really really good photo op Mm -hmm. places in there and the scare actors that were like roaming around actually being scare actors, not just performers, mm-hmm. uh, like delivered. They were really good. There were a few times that I walked through and I didn't see any, any of them coming. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, whoa, hello. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that doesn't happen to me very much. So I, I actually really liked it for yeah. that reason. So I'm surprised that that was further down on your list. And I mean, I liked all of them. Yeah. Yet again, just like the houses. They're all fantastic. They were all incredible. Yeah. So even Zombieland. Zombieland mm-hmm. was at the bottom of my list just mm-hmm. because I thought. The costumes weren't, uh, there was a lot of times that I couldn't tell if that person was a scare actor yeah. or a uh, or an, a guest. Mm-hmm. And in theory, that's really good because you never know if you're going to get scared. You know, like, yeah, yeah. are they scare actor? You know, uh, I don't know. But this year, uh, I thought that it would have been really great if they... Um, really emphasized with makeup or something that, Mm -hmm. hey, this is a zombie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But instead, it was just like they were walking around like normal people and then they would just turn around and go, you know, like not even like really growl at you or attack you or chase you or uh, anything like that. Or they're not even like lumping along like they're a zombie most of the time. A lot of them were just walking around and I I love that Bill Murray was one of the the, Mm. uh, scare actors in there. Like, not the real Bill Murray, (laughs) but, like, one of the scare actors was playing Bill Murray because Bill Murray shows up in Zombieland as Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, 
I love that Bill Murray was in the scare zone. And, uh, but, you know, like, he was just walking around with a baseball club, just kind of like, you know, just, you know, having a little, like, stroll through New York. Mm, uh, yeah. And it was funny, but just not very scary. Yeah. And But I, I loved the porta-potties. <laughs> that, that was, yes. like, the hit of the, the night for everyone. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. time you walk by the porta-potties, yeah. there was a huge crowd of people oh, yeah. just standing there. Uh, everyone loved that. Mm -hmm. And I actually really thought the scare of the week idea was uh, a good idea. Uh, I just, every time we were over there, they weren't doing it. So I missed that almost every time. Uh, I'm pretty sure every time I saw it was right as it was ending. Mm -hmm. So I caught the very last, like, one minute of it. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, not even one minute, but, like, the last few seconds of it. Uh, and then every other time that I walked through, it's just they weren't doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And I waited there for a good while sometimes, too. So I don't know what's up with that. Uh, but I really liked that they added a show element to pretty much every scare zone this mm-hmm. year. Uh, in Vikings, you know, they had the uh, those two little so- show sections uh, where they're, like, ripping the people apart. That yeah, yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, really disturbing and disgusting, but really good. Yeah, very disturbing. Uh, okay. <laughs> We are almost done, but and I'm sorry. I know we've rambled long yes. enough, but uh, for all you HHN fans out there, uh, thank you so much for uh, you know like listening to us ramble. We have one last thing to talk about though before we are done yes. with this podcast. Shows, yeah. Uh, shows have always been a huge part of Halloween Horror Nights. They've you know had Bill and Ted, which last forever. They did uh, at one point in time. They uh, did the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that was like a classic. And then they took that away, and then they took Bill and Ted away. Mm-hmm. And for a few years, it was like, well, what are what are we doing? You mm-hmm. know, uh, they had Academy of Villains, yeah. And then they had uh, you know the Jack's Fear thing for year twenty five, which was cool, but that only lasted for year twenty five. Uh, so it's kind of like, what are they doing? But this year is the second year that Academy of Villains got put into the Fear Factor live stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for mixed review, the first year that they did it, a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people did. Uh, it was kind of a divisive thing. And pretty much everyone was still like, bring back Bill and Ted. You know, uh, I kind of lean on the, I thought they were underwhelming the first year. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, I've voiced my opinions in our vlogs before. Uh, I was not a huge fan of Academy of Villains of uh, last year, and I thought it was a shame that they got rid of Bill and Ted, and I still think it's a shame they got rid of Bill and Ted. But uh, anyways, we're not talking about last year. This year, they had Academy of Villains again yeah. in the Fear Factor live show, but not only did they have uh, Academy of Villains, this year was also the first year that they had a Lagoon show titled Marathon oh, of Mayhem. Yeah. Which is also a show. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about those two real quickly. Marathon of Mayhem, I thought was cool. Yeah, um, it was definitely one of those you had to stand in the center because remember the first time we saw it, yeah. we were on the end and we we're like, eh, and the could water, be yeah, the then, water projections were yeah. kind of blurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then when we saw it again, we were like in the center and we we're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is cool. But I like how they, you know, had all the houses be a part of it, like the do Stranger Things and Ghostbusters and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, it really tied the event together. It did. Yeah. I, I really liked it, and I saw it a handful of times. Uh, again, I just you have to see it in the, mm-hmm. the center 
Uh, yes. Because that was, like, Definitely. the best spot to see it. Uh, made the projections look solid. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were kind of blurry on the edges, like you were saying. Um, but, yeah, to me, Marathon of Mayhem is no-brainer. I don't yeah. know... Oh, yeah. I don't know why they haven't been doing it mm-hmm. because it, it hardly like costs anything to put on because mm-hmm. there's not fireworks or anything. They, they didn't do fireworks because uh, it's super late at night. You know, uh, like you just don't want to have fireworks going on that late at night. I, yeah. guess. I don't know. Uh, but so it's just a very simple water projection show. Uh, so it doesn't cost them too much to put on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just another thing that you can give people to do and experience. Uh, and it's also something for hardcore HHN fans to really love and latch onto and fall in love with, uh, which is never a bad thing for universal. Mm -hmm. So I, sorry. So I thought marathon of mayhem, like, I don't know why they haven't been doing that longer. Like, I don't know why this was just the first year, but now that they've started doing it, I'm so glad that they're doing it and I can't wait to see what they do next year. Uh, but like you were saying, it, I th- thought it, you know, it was really nice that they put mm-hmm. all of the IP houses in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it felt like it just tied the event oh, together yeah, very, sure. very nicely. Definitely. And, uh, the music and the medley and the mashup and everything mm. of all the, the, uh, theme songs and stuff really got me pumped. Yes. Uh, the killer clown song is just fantastic. <sighs> yeah. And so is the Ghostbusters theme song. Yes. It's just, there's nothing better. And then uh, when the lights fade and then you hear the Stranger Things Stranger thing, thing yes. start, and everyone so goes good. crazy. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then the rewind section at the yes. end where it's yes. like they stop it, rewind, and then like everything just comes in at once and it's just wa- waters mm. flying up like 800 feet in the air. And it's just like, metal <laughs> it's like it's the best love it, it. uh it was such a good show yeah yeah i so i agree with you it was good yeah <laughs> and then academy of villains academy of villains was cool thing is i never saw bill and ted yeah so it's unfortunate i don't yeah i'm kind of sad i never saw that yeah but it's okay but yeah um so yeah. i don't know i didn't have anything to compare it to yeah so that might be part of it but yeah. i was impressed well, yeah, no, I, I don't think it's just because you didn't have anything to compare it to, even though it's a complete shame that you missed Bill and Ted. Yes. You missed something truly special. Yeah. Uh, that show was one of the best shows out there. Uh, it was fantastic and such a classic. Anyways, uh, no, I don't, I don't think it was because you missed out on anything. I think this year was absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. from Academy of Villains. I heard a lot of people say, oh it's just their greatest hits you know they got a lot of flack from last year so they were like let's bring back what everyone liked from their previous years and to some extent that's exactly what this year was it was their greatest hits but it was so so good in the way they did it because it what it didn't feel like their greatest hits Mm -hmm. everything that they did in the show like actually tied into the storyline of the show and i feel like uh, the storyline is also what made the show so great this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't tell, I actually really enjoyed the show this year. Uh, I thought it was... I, I'm still struggling with figuring out which one I like more this year or their very first year. Uh, I I don't know. I, I think they're at a tie. I think it's that good. Uh, but uh, I think the story is what really pushed them over the edge this year. Uh I thought last year one of my uh, biggest criticisms is because they don't speak and there's mm-hmm. no dialogue, 
uh, it was really hard for them to uh, connect with uh, me, like the audience. Uh, it was really hard to connect with me and probably a lot of other people. Uh, where Bill and Ted had so much heart and so much character because they were cracking jokes and actually communicating one on one with the audience. Mm. And if the audience like laughed or if someone in the audience like shouted out something, like they were actually able to interact and say stuff and communicate. So there was like an actual connection with them and the audience and the crowd. And I think that was one of the things that made them so popular was because it was this thing that year after year after year, it just built up this fandom where they started to expect things every year and uh, the cast just loved it and there's like this dialogue between people. However, Academy of Villains can't do, they, they can't do that because their whole thing is miming stuff, you know? Uh, stunt miming, whatever. <laughs> uh, so they can't, you know, play off the audience reaction. It's kind of like they write the show, they do the stunts, and mm -hmm. that's about it. There's no yeah, wiggle yeah. room in it. Uh, so last year, I thought because of that, one, it was very hard to connect mm -hmm. with people like me, but uh, it was also very hard to convey the story of last year. Uh, like, I remember walking out of the show being like, I think I know what it was about. <laughs> uh-huh. But I'm not sure. Like, it just yeah. seemed like a bunch of people doing really cool flips and stunts and stuff, and that was it. Uh, it didn't seem like there was really a uh, theme to it. Uh, or, like, it, it, there was definitely a theme to it, but it didn't feel like there was a story to it. Mm -hmm. uh, where this year, the theme was very clear as well, but so was the story. Like, they actually kind of explained the story and their, like, pre-show thing. And then the way all the characters came out and did their thing and did their stunt and uh, did the greatest hits moments or whatever, you know, it came out and it all related to the story and actually furthered the story and was different parts of the story. Uh, I thought this year was phenomenal. Uh, and I hope to see more like this year and next year. Uh, so this year made me excited to see them again. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, guys, I think that's it. We've covered houses. Mm -hmm. We've covered streets. We've covered the two shows. Uh, unless I'm missing anything, uh, I think that's it. I mean, we didn't talk about the Halloween Horror Nights Voodoo Donut, but I mean, there, there's yeah. other... Th the food... Oh my gosh, oh, the food. I wish we could have tried more of the food because all the food looked amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyways, like I, you know, just to say, there's so much we could talk about Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, we've kept you guys long enough. This, this episode has already been, wow, it's like past an hour. <laughs> so we're sorry for keeping you guys this long, but we just wanted to celebrate Halloween Horror Nights one more mm -hmm, time. Definitely. Please. Find a way to get a hold of us, whether it's commenting on uh, our YouTube videos or, uh, you know, following us on social media and all that stuff, which you can find in the show notes below. We're just pretty much at uh, Theme Park Center FL uh, on all of the social media. So if you want to follow us, please, that would be awesome. And start a conversation with us. We'd love to talk Halloween Horror Nights and continue the, the spirit of Halloween Horror Nights until September 10th next year. Uh, where you can expect so much Halloween Horror Nights content from us again. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so good. Uh, but, yeah, any final thoughts of this year before we sign off, Trisha? I'm just glad I went. Yeah. I'm glad I finally did it. Yeah. You feel like you, you mm. missed something? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. 
and you're sold. You're going to be going every single year from now Heck on. Heck yeah. Right? Yeah. So good. I'm so glad that I converted you. Yes, you yes. did. I got you to enjoy roller coasters, uh-huh. got you to enjoy HHN, yep. and not only HHN, we went to Hollow Scream, too. We did, yeah. Yeah, so we, I got yeah. you to enjoy that. Yeah. I'm proud. You should be proud. I, yeah. You did a good wow. job. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Good job, me. Yes, good job. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, thank you guys so much for following along with us on uh, this HHN season. Uh, we've done a ton of videos, a ton of podcasts on HHN. Uh, and we just want to say thank you one last time because uh, this is the last one until you're 30. Uh, mm-hmm. So seriously, guys, thank you so much for following along uh, with us during HHN. And we can't wait to continue to do so much more stuff. We have uh, a vlog that's just about to drop where we're uh, checking out some of the Christmas decorations at uh, Magic Kingdom. So uh, as we're transitioning into from the dark scary season mm-hmm. to the happy snowy <laughs> yay but it's still 100 degrees outside season yeah. uh we hope you still continue to follow along with us and uh enjoy the stuff that we're doing because we definitely enjoy doing it so uh, again we're just gonna uh sign off and make this real quick uh my name's jonathan holt and my name is trisha kennedy yeah. and you can find all of our social media and stuff in the description if you're watching on youtube or the show notes if you're on the podcast make sure to subscribe uh to us on all of those different platforms you can listen to us on any podcast out there uh what's that apple spotify uh google you name it we're on it and we're also <laughs> dropping our podcast on youtube so if you like yes. that go for it mm-hmm. uh like comment subscribe also like review us that really helps out awesome uh again our social medias are down there check it out appreciate it but until episode 15 of theme park center we'll see you guys later peace bye